How can I live in such a way that I will be ready for the end, the end of my life? I don't know when that day is going to come. There'll come a day when the Lord will call me out of this life. How can I live in such a way to be ready for that day? What is the best use that I can make of my freedom? What is the path that leads surely to eternal life that I can be confident that I will arrive at the promised end given to me by God? And where can I find the answer to this question? This is on the heart of every human person, every, every human being. And St. Paul found the answer to this question in the person of Christ. And he states it very clearly and simply in this letter to the Philippians. When he says, do nothing out of selfishness. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves. Each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. And he goes on to explain how this attitude was very powerfully the core of the life of Jesus, who though he was God, he emptied himself, not clinging to his divinity, but becoming like a slave in our human likeness and spending his life serving us with the most powerful love, self-emptying, self-giving, selfless, sacrificial love to the last drop of blood, to the last breath. This is the path that Jesus gives us St. Francis of Assisi understood this very well. And he's a beautiful example of this attitude that we see in Christ. And they tried to convey that in the peace prayer of St. Francis, especially in that part where it says, Grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled but to console others, not to be so much understood myself, but to try to understand others, not so much to seek being loved as to give love to others. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying 
that we are born to eternal life, dying to self, dying to that selfish tendency that is always trying to insert itself in our daily life. Another beautiful example is St. Therese of Lisieux. And today, October 1st, is her feast day. Even though we cannot celebrate it because of the Sunday celebration, St. Therese is in the shadows of our celebration today. And the one day she received that beautiful light from God that laid out the course for her, her whole life when she said, in the very heart of the life of the church, I will be love. I will put love into every single thing that I do. I will bring love into every single moment. And I will offer to God all day long these little sacrifices offered in love. She later would say, the only thing I really wish for is to love until I die of love. To sum it up. Now let's make this really concrete. I'm going to give you a little slice of my life. On most Saturday nights, after the five o'clock mass, I and several brother priests, we get together and we bring in the Sabbath with a nice meal. We often do this at the rectory where I live at St. Joseph's. There's anywhere from five to, to eight to ten priests. Now, when I get done with the five o'clock mass, usually I'm pretty tired. I've heard confessions that afternoon. I've done mass that morning. There's always other things that the Lord puts in my life. My Saturdays are pretty full. And so when I come to the end of that Mass, I am tired. And so my inclination would be to just kind of take it easy and let people wait on me. So how would this path that Jesus gives us, how would that look like in an evening with my brother priests? So I arrive at the, at the rectory. Rather than expect to be waited upon myself, to roll up my sleeves and offer to lend a helping hand. Usually, Father Peter is the one who does the cooking. As some of you may know, he, he used to be a chef. And so he's usually in charge of the main meal. And so I can ask Peter, hey, what can I do for you? How can I help? And then... When those guests, the priests arrive, my brother priests, does anybody here like talking about themselves? I don't know about you, but I love talking about myself. But to consider others as more important than ourselves, to put myself in the back seat and to take a real genuine interest in these brother priests as they come in the door, asking them how life is going, to forget about myself and just pour my interest 
into my brothers. And then when it comes time for the meal, and I'll tell you, Father, Father Peter knows how to lay a spread. The steaks last night were that thick. So when it comes time to the meal, when he lays those steaks on that table, my selfish tendency is to take the biggest and the best one. Does that resonate with you guys? But to, again, put others before myself and to take the littlest one. Boy, talk about dying to self. And they have no idea what's going on at that moment, those that are sitting at the table. And then let's say during the course of the meal, one of them takes a real mean jab at the Packers. <laughs> Not to have critical thoughts toward that brother. <laughs> Not to think that he's an inferior being. Whatever other thoughts I might think. But to give him the, the best benefit of the doubt in terms of his motives and, and to bear with his ignorance. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> and then, of course, there's always after the meal. Does anybody here like to do dishes? <laughs> okay, I, I want you to see a counselor. <laughs> you know, and, and after these meals, there's always plenty of dishes. And so, of course... My selfish inclination is to let someone else do the work, somehow to try to get, get kind of weasel out of it. But no, to roll up my sleeves and with great joy and love to put that in those dishes and to clean up all those pots and pan, pans as a big thank you to Father Peter for serving such a good meal. My dear friends, this is just one little slice of my life and a slice of your life of what it often looks like. We cannot always control our initial reactions, those ways that we try to be selfish, where we say no to this way of self-emptying, sacrificial love. But here's the good news of the gospel, that these no's that rise up in our hearts, they can be changed into yeses by the grace of Christ. And this is what happens on our Saturday nights. Sometimes I give in to selfishness, and sometimes I give those no's to the Lord, and they become yeses. And I give my life selflessly to the needs of that moment. My dear friends, right now, we are going to celebrate the Eucharist. And this is a constant reminder that Jesus' disposition toward us is always yes. And he's going to pour out, continues to pour out his life by giving himself to us in his body and his blood. And why does he pour himself out into us so that we can pour out our lives in the same way toward each other? 
This is the path now and forever that leads to life, to eternal life. Let's pray for the grace to faithfully, perseveringly remain in it. Amen?